first discussion today to Dante Basco lightening up on Kickstarter. <laughs> he only wants money for a short film. Yeah. Oh, I don't well, think he's going to be in it. That's much what? less money. How's he not going to be in it? They're he's casting gonna, a 13-year-old. Yeah, he's oh, a, yeah, because he's going to produce it. I, he knows I would feel the best. Bangerang. Why would, is it called Bangerang? Oh, because I would that's give it. I would give it money if Dante Basco was playing. It's a short film. Like three minutes long? Two and a half. It's probably going to be about him in Look, some sort of... right there. Rufus is a 13-year-old. Yeah. Wait, no. in a world of endless sequels, prequels, and reboots, we feel Bangarang holds a unique place. It's a prequel, though. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Sure, it draws off a popular... He's saying right. of this world that is filled with these three types of movies, this, is, this will be this one. <laughs> this is a, an example of We one. will add this to the pile. Yeah. Well, Godspeed, Rufio. Oops. Wish you the best. <laughs> I guess we tilted what this, this podcast is going to be about. Rufio. Rufio. The Rufio podcast. Thanks Welcome to it. an alleged, alleged anti-Semitic bowl of dude soup. Alleged. Ah. We haven't said anything anti-Semitic yet. We say it all the time. But are you we... talking about us? <laughs> Am I? <laughs> Maybe the mainstream media will decide. I do miss having Joel, because then he would say words like yeah. Jew goblin, and we'd be like, not oh, us. Whoa, whoa. He does. Say, yeah, whoa, he... Joel. <laughs> the Jew goblin said it. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't say that. <laughs> He'd give us an out. So f- clearly... Uh, PewDiePie just needs to employ some kind of Jew, and then it's like, look, look at him. He may. We don't know that. Can you he scroll may. down just a little bit, please? Yeah, sure. PewDiePie hired Joel. Hold on, that's enough. No, George the Animal Steel died. Oh no. Oh. No. How old was he? You see turnbuckles. Sixty-five. I don't know who that is. The wrestler. Seventy-nine. That's not bad for a wrestler. Oh. Harry. Oh my God. He's pulling up that average. What is wrong, oh. with, you? Look, Bruce, what you, what is wrong with me? Yeah, look. Why did you like that? Oh goodness. Ooh. I it didn't say I liked it, but he's a he's a legend. <laughs> you of did wrestling. say you, you love wrestling uh, and you love George the Animal Steel. He, and you also said George no! the Animal Steel wrestled from like 1962 to like 1979. <laughs> yeah. I never watched him wrestle. Well, you seem very disappointed that he died. So well, because he's a legend of wrestling. <laughs> uh, he's like pre Hulk Hogan legend of wrestling. Let's let Lawrence finish his intro. Yeah, oh, sure. sorry. So George the Animal Steel, <laughs> anti Semite. Oh uh, no. <laughs> Got a couple of notes to drop on you guys. Yeah. On his grave. First of all, this podcast has been pre-recorded uh so this is it's currently february 17th friday so mm-hmm. if anything crazy happens over the weekend We're celebrating until, presidents right now yeah we are celebrating presidents right now um to that all point, of them i think uh <laughs> every president i've 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 discovered uh this is kind of a harmonious intersection but uh it's it's kind of settling out that every time there's a vacation on a monday we'll record the podcast in here mm-hmm. and then that way everybody's happy people who like the set Normal episodes will be out oh, there. Whenever there's a vacation, we'll be recording in here. You get both flavors of dude soup. These are the Hawaii style episodes. We should be wearing sunglasses. Oh, That's right. Nice. Yeah, it's like we're on vacation. Fun house on vacation. <laughs> Even though like the we biggest a, storm in California history say, is about to hit us. We should dress the way that we would be on that day off. That's how we should dress for the podcast, which oh, in so most cases will be regular clothes this, because yeah. we're 90% of the time working. <laughs> I was going to say Hawaiian shirt and shorts. <laughs> Sunglasses. No. I mean, I, I might have my shoes off. That's about it. I don't I don't like wearing sweatpants around the house because it gives me bad swamp ass. I would be in my underwear. <laughs> that you're not going to be in your cool. underwear on Monday. Wait, you walk be. around you're in You're going to be here. Yep. Oh, that's true. <laughs> so, uh, one last note. I am sick, so I apologize oh. for the, uh, the rough nature of my voice. Uh, hopefully I won't be talking all that much. We'll see. Do you have to read the ad copy? I do! Okay. Adam, thank you. Uh, next up, this I mean, bull... He knows how to do it. Dude, no, no, he's, <laughs> I'm trying to help him. Oh, We're his support. We're like his angels. And, yep, and there you go, talking. Uh, <laughs> this podcast is sponsored by Audible, so thanks to Audible for supporting Dude Soup. You can get a free audiobook with a 30-day free trial by going to audible.com slash dude soup. will hear more about Audible later. Uh, I didn't mean to be overly snide at him, it's just... Uh, it's, well, at least you're aware. It's George fun. You know what? Well, it's, dead, so. it's like when somebody says, 
I'm trying to help and then continues to talk. That is the opposite of helping. But I appreciate your help regardless. Uh, he oh man, now all these He's Sorry, we're all tensions are running hot because of George, George the Animal Steel. <laughs> We've lost the legend today. Green. That was his thing. He had a green tongue, and he would eat the turnbuckle. See, there's a meat in the turnbuckle. Why would he huh. eat the turnbuckle? Because he was an animal. You see? <laughs> all right. Well, that's enough. That's enough for innocent, light-hearted entertainment. Because we gotta, we gotta cover PewDiePie being a Nazi. Oh, oh boy. Yep. Okay. So this is this has become a whole ordeal, and um. It was kind of breaking last week, but I wanted to give it time to shake out because I could kind of see the rumblings of something pretty big going down. But it's still shaking out. It's still shaking it's still out. Going. So it turns out it didn't. I mean, I was I was I was basically waiting for an official response, which more or less happened on Thursday night. So before we get into it, uh, I want to make it clear that at least speaking from my perspective, this is complicated. Uh, I don't think that on either side, and I even hate to call it sides because I really wish it didn't get boiled down to those terms. But this is a pretty context dependent issue all around. I don't think you can summarize anyone's actions or motivations as particularly one-dimensional here, nor do I think you can walk away from it with a really clear, simple uh, uh, conclusion, with maybe a few exceptions. One of which being, this shit was probably a long time coming, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll pass it around. Okay, so, uh, PewDiePie Gate, here we go. <laughs> So in the original, well, the original video that sparked most of the controversy, which has now been removed, I think it went up on the, fuck, 13th? I should have written the date down, I didn't think that would be removed as well. But it was a, it was a video about Fiverr, which is a website where you can pay $5 to get people to do things for you. Um, whether that's do your homework, or bake you a cake, or make a logo for you, it's essentially people listing all of their services for $5 at a pop. Uh, PewDiePie discovered this and decided to make a message, or sorry, make a video about it. And it was ba basically just him putting in a lot of Fiverr orders and seeing what would happen. So the issue at hand was that he uh, he put in a five dollar order for two dudes to write uh, "Death to All Jews" on a sign, mm -hmm. and then they would like dance and then reveal the sign. Um, Fiverr's kind of made the rounds on the internet before, and the ability to make like African men say whatever you want has been a treasured, a treasured pastime for 4chan for a while. Too, too hilarious effect, basically. I'm pretty sure they're Indian. No, no, no. I'm, this is another Oh, oh okay. You can, you can make a, 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 a very erudite black man in a suit with a thick outfit oh, right, and say whatever right. you want. And, and I've out. already been able to do that since I was 15, Lauren. <laughs> that's a particular skill of Elisa's. So. <laughs> so in this video, that's the big problem. Uh, but he did a lot of other stuff. There's, there's a dude with like a nice voice and flowing hair that styles himself after Jesus, and he says, I will record a video saying, Jesus, uh, like, Jesus will tell you to do anything. So he also ordered a video of fake Jesus saying, uh, subscribe to Jacksepticeye 2. Mm -hmm. um, he also tried to get a mathematician to make a function that would draw a penis. So it's like a bunch of pure humor all lumped together. Mm -hmm. We're very familiar with this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but, you know, the Jews thing specifically kind of hit a nerve um, in the video. So... I think it's I think part of this is going to come down to whether or not it has merit as a joke So to that to that extent I'll describe like the pacing of it So he was putting in all of his orders when he was putting in that particular order the video cut before It was revealed what the message was weren't they holding a sign though? No, 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 no. so he's putting in the order oh, 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 and then the reveal <laughs> yeah So there's there's gotcha. footage of him typing into Fiverr death to all and then cut instantly mm -hmm. So you as a viewer like well death to what? And then at the end, it shows the full video, which is these dudes like dancing and slapping each other and laughing. And then there's like a 45 second buildup, and then they unravel the sign, which is the reveal to the viewer what the message was. And also, PewDiePie himself reacts pretty strongly to it. His eyes bug out. He's like, oh shit. 
Um, in the video itself, he's like, I'm sorry, I didn't think they would do it. That's a quote. Another quote, it was a funny meme and I didn't think it was work. It didn't think it would work. I swear I love Jews. Is Death Toll Jews a meme? Um, not of, really. Kind of just, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's been going on for a long time. Yeah. Kind of it's one of the oldest memes. There's like, one of the oldest memes. Well, Hitler yeah. did nothing wrong is another another meme, yep. which he also made fake Jesus say later. Yay, internet. Oh. Yeah, Boy. so so it was kind of funny, but yeah. it wasn't very funny, and it didn't really have the structure of a good joke. It was just a reference that there, was tasteless. There was a classy version of this done years ago in a show that got canceled way too early, but I think it was called uh, Man Bites Dog. There also was like a fake news thing they mm -hmm. did, That's um, but they um, they did a thing where people were upset because they did a news story called uh, "Jews Go Home," and they're like, they're like, they're like, you know, the way you're phrasing the story is that what it's called? Maybe. Um, no, we're not on we found something else. Yeah, yeah, it's an old show. How weird. But but okay. either way, they're like, they do a thing called "Jews Go Home." They're like, you know, it sounds like you're telling the Jews to go home. Like, oh god, or they're like, we think people are upset with the. Uh, the context, so we added a comma, and it's like, Jews, go home! Oh, <laughs> oh, no. And then they, like, they changed it to like, go home Jews and all this stuff, and they're like, they don't understand why people are upset at yeah, it. Yeah, we and keep like, changing it! We're like, okay, that's the TV version of how you do death to all Jews. Uh -huh. You're right. Uh, either way, so it's like, okay, I've, I've seen this joke before, but yeah. I can see uh, in this current political climate, People getting a little uh, razzle dazzle, right. if you uh -huh. will. So, so, um, you're right, sorry, it's all got all these wrestling terms in my head. You're, yeah, you're already starting to touch on the context <laughs> issue, which we can get into a second. Um, I'll yeah. just keep keep running down the the events here. Oh, yeah, let's get the story. So, uh, uh, and I'll try to make it quick, but the problem is, I think it gets into the minutiae a lot because there are a lot of accusations getting thrown around now. Uh, so on February 14th, oh, okay, that was the date I was thinking of. My, my apologies. So on February 14th, the Wall Street Journal posted an article that seems to have kicked everything off or not, depending on how you how you tend to view the events. So in the article, uh, Wall Street Journal details or the, the headline is Disney severs ties with YouTube star PewDiePie after anti-Semitic posts, which is pointed and the and arguably true, given the order of things. Um, you're looking at it. You can look at it over there. Oh, yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. Well, no, it's, it's already up for you. Uh, top left. Boom. Right. There you go. Give more views. More yeah, clicks. more. Well, huh? that doesn't run ads from the same yeah, IP. Yeah, on ad revenue, which I guess, in the interest of disclosure, we we do have an active subscription to Wall Street Journal. <laughs> we have for a long time. We Isn't used, that the only way you can read their articles? Uh, yeah, you get the first you get the first paragraph without subscribing. People copy and paste it though. That's, That's like all, basically I need. all you need. Yeah. I was gonna say it's like a stripper. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. You want to You got to pay for the whole thing. Or it's okay. like paying people for the work they do. I mean, one or one or the other. It's the same thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, some people would agree with you that this is incendiary and licentious, but Wall Street Journal stripper. <laughs> oh, I think we got a title for our, our podcast. I'm there. trying to come up with them while we do this video. So. uh... Here's kind of the crux of it, and this is this is the th fourth paragraph. Uh, quote, on Monday, after the journal contacted Disney about the videos, the entertainment giant said it was severing ties with Mr. Chelberg, or Shelberg, who has PewDiePie rose to prominence via clips of himself playing video games, uh, performing skits, and making crude jokes. So, uh, from the sounds of it, they contacted Disney for comment, and they received a response that they had severed, that Disney had severed ties with PewDiePie. So it um, was severing ties. Yeah, it was severing was severing ties. Yes. So it maybe it was an ongoing process, but what how I interpret that is on Monday. Um, okay, never mind. Um, on Monday after the journal, so they don't say when they contacted Disney, um, but it this was an issue before the Wall Street Journal article had been published. It absolutely was. It was a month previous. 
And because I think, he posted the video, yeah. well, and, and people reacted to the video. And also YouTube pulled ads from that video. It was January 11th is when that first video went up of the, the Death Toll Jews thing. YouTube pulled ads off of it, and who knows what happened in behind the scenes mm-hmm. with Disney and Maker and things like that. Because I'm guessing an alarm bell went off somewhere where it was like, oh, wait a minute, why is it, why are ads pulled off this video? Because mm-hmm. that's what would happen with us. If, if ads mm-hmm. are pulled off our, one of our videos, Rooster Teeth would be like, well, what? What happened? Why that? Why that ad? You know why those videos get ads pulled? So I'm guessing that happened to Disney Maker. I don't know that for sure. That's speculation. Sorry, it was hard. Let's go ahead. Oh well, yeah. And the, and the problem is detailing the order of events will become important later, based on how the situation is developed. So it's like memento. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> um, stripper. To PewDiePie's credit, <clears throat> in a February 12th uh, Tumblr post before the 14th published date of this particular article. He posted a Tumblr post basically trying to divest himself of the situation. Um, drag it over. Oh, yeah, I can drag it over. Power screen. Yeah. Power screen. Uh, so let's see. There's, uh, I think it's important to say something, and I want to make one thing clear. I am in no way supporting any kind of hateful attitudes. But there is a bizarre kind of contradiction in this alone post. Uh, in a, in a uh, paragraph previous, he writes, This originated from a video I made uh, a couple weeks ago. I was trying to show how crazy the modern world is, specifically some of the services available online. I picked something that seemed absurd to me, that people on Fiverr would say anything for $5. And then in another paragraph, he says, I make videos for my audience. I think of the content I create as entertainment and not a place for any serious political commentary. Mm -hmm. So he says, I was trying to make a point. And then he says, I never try to make a point. He said, I was trying to make a point, but don't hold me accountable for the success or failure of said point. Yeah, I guess you're right. This is sort of, I've... I think we've all been there where like you'll post a thing on Twitter mm-hmm. and then someone goes, I don't get it. And they go, yeah, what I was trying to say through parody or something. I was trying to make a joke here. Don't take it seriously. And then the one guy goes, I still don't get it. Then you just, go, I just delete well, it. This, this also th- contradicts a little, this statement contradicts, contradicts directly with the statement he made in his response video. Oh, that went up today or yesterday. Last yeah. Night. In which he says that he was making political commentary um, and here he's saying, no, I'm just making entertainment. So he's hmm. he's not really finalizing a, his own personal stance on it either way. This is Well, this is what someone does when they don't have a person there to filter the things. He's just, this is what, this is honestly, this is what most human conversation looks like. Mm-hmm. When, when two people are arguing, this is what it sounds like. Yeah. You say something and then you revise it in your head and then you say the next thing. Mm-hmm. The only problem is he's... He makes what fifteen million dollars a year off of YouTube alone and other deals and stuff like that. And so, like at that point, you have that much reach and influence. You should probably get someone to read the things you <laughs> say before you hit send. Necessarily, yeah. like well, I think you're hitting on one of the core core elements here, which is PewDiePie is a brash, and and I respect this by the way. He's very brash. He pushes the envelope kind of like we do. I think there's a lot of parallels to be drawn here. The difference is he's the number one channel in the world. And he works for Disney, which is probably the most brand conscious, brand safe com- companies that exist. That's not And his, anti-Semitic. That wasn't his choice, though. <laughs> it wasn't his choice, but he also didn't quit. So, to be fair, though, he did create an MCN within that yeah. company. But it's still owned by that company. Yeah, he matter. also works is out of though? a Disney yes. office. Yeah, yeah, it was. He it, works out of like a former yeah. Disney it, office or it something doesn't, in it, London. He could, have, he could have said, I don't want to be a maker in Disney anymore. I mean, he could have said sure. that. Yeah. And, he would and have, yeah. They probably made him a producer. Disney well, could have, Disney could have chastised him long before this, though. They probably did. 
And they probably did. We don't know. We don't know what the stipulations of his contract were as well, whether he couldn't comment on something or like something. You want to be a Mickey Mouse or you want to be a Bugs Bunny? We, yeah, we don't know if they <laughs> said to him, like, you've got to play by the, the rules of, of what our brand safe tenants I mean, are. He's surely not that stupid. He's going to lose his silver he, pass. I mean, I... So, to me, <laughs> before the response video came out, which is a whole other issue, and we'll get to that in a second, to me, PewDiePie in recent months, and I've actually enjoyed it, by the way, and, and I think, James, you were talking to this, he's almost been on a certain uh, disassociative spiral, which has been pretty awesome to watch. Kind of Kaufman-esque. Yeah, exactly. Uh, his videos have been really funny and, and sometimes almost a little transcendent with how they sort of play with the idea of fame and not giving a fuck about being on a platform and things like that. And, and in uh, subverting expectation and all that stuff. That's all well and good. And I think that there is something a little more, there's something meritous to that. But for the love of God, at a baseline, you cannot, you cannot even bounce off of Nazi shit and think that that's going to fly in the Disney Corporation. Hmm. So it almost seems like How he, he was... to where he is, though. I mean, yeah, to a degree, but... But he didn't work for Disney. Much like the issue we talked about last week, there's always going to be a compromise of money versus, like, wide-scale accept acceptability. And we do that, by the way. Um, uh, I, I don't know if we can talk directly to this, but we produce shorts for GameStop. And when we do that, we have to be very clean. Oh, yeah. Um, that's just known. That's just accepted. When you're working for a company and you're producing media for them, you do it to their specification. And I think PewDiePie willingly tested that limit as far as he could, and eventually he found a hole. I'd be curious what the actual contract he has says, because I don't... Like, I'd be very surprised if it says... I make a video, I put it on my personal YouTube channel, it is property of Disney. Or if it is something like, I am, Disney is allowed to share profits from my content that I make. Because yeah. it's not like Disney, I, I don't know, but it sounds like he's under the impression that he doesn't make content for Disney. Yeah, no. He makes content and Disney is the financier of some of that content with the, with the idea being that they get money back on the things that he makes from just, from oh sorry because like YouTube doesn't own our videos right, right. but they get to take they get to take a portion of it because we put it up on their my, thing and they find ads to run before it my theory was always that Disney after they bought Maker went wait we don't own any of this yeah like, well what the fuck what did <laughs> yeah, they, yeah. why do we buy this shiny new thing <laughs> yeah shit well yeah. It was, it make was, another Tron it was. <laughs> It was, it was part of a wave, so when it comes to, like, uh, MCNs or whatever, there was a wave of entertainment companies, you know, Lionsgate, Warner, snapping up uh, networks. Because by my, by my very amateur perception, it seemed to be like, that's your play. That's how you buy the next generation of, of audience. Well, I don't understand mm -hmm. what this new thing is, but everyone's talking about yeah, it, so I should so buy, get it. buy it. Yeah. And then if you're Disney and Maker has the number one channel... I'm sure that there were discussions about the content of that channel, and also PewDiePie's made it very clear Disney has no creative authority over his content, whether that's through result or explicitly saying they can't touch it. Mm -hmm. There's still a connection there, and Disney's very, very conscious about the things they're connected to. I, the thing is, I feel like whether in this the Wall Street Journal article states that they started in August and they counted things he said oh, that right. could be yeah. interpreted as anti-Semitic, right? Uh, yeah. Um, and quick, start. The quote is, since August, PewDiePie has posted nine videos that include anti-Semitic jokes or Nazi imagery, according to a review of the channel by Wall Street Journal. Which go. sounds shocking, yeah. except he publishes every day. He publishes every, every single day, and he talks about a lot of things, yeah. and he's been doing that for six years prior yeah, to that point. That's what he said, yeah. Right? So, like, 
man god if, if they, you if, if yeah, disney, they went through a fine tooth comb uh, with our content no i'm just saying i'm just Ooh, saying no, disney let's no, think about disney, disney before entering into a relationship with, the, with this person they had they to fucking went, know they had to go through his content and see some of the stuff he talked about and then make a conscious business i think because as much as we love the things that they make and as much as they seem to be a very open and accepting company of which is awesome to lead that way progressively they must have looked at this and said this guy can reach an audience that Hannah Montana won't. Yeah. And we want to own them too. He's also the world's biggest YouTuber. And so like That's a good get. It's yeah, it's a, a good one. get, but I'm I'm sure you look at the demographics and stuff like sure. that. I'm sure you understand but, what you're getting with that but reach. But Disney also produced Kill Bill through Miramax. Yeah. Like I'm just saying it was a Well, sister yeah, that's what I'm there. saying. So they, it's like That's what I'm saying. Disney Disney might be like no violence allowed in in Little Mermaid 2, right? <laughs> sure. But that doesn't mean that they're not going to buy a shell corporation mm-hmm. like Miramax that, that, and then allow Miramax to do whatever the fuck it wants so that way Disney the, can still make money on violence. That's the weird thing here. So that's, that's it's a good correlation is. where Disney owns Miramax. Mm-hmm. Miramax makes Kill Bill, one of the most violent movies of all time. Super entertaining. Violent. It's I'm, cartoonish. I'm sorry, cartoonish but yeah, yeah. But still, it has like, a lot of blood. There's a lot of blood, sure. But it's very un-Disney. Yeah. Disney buys Maker, uh, which has PewDiePie. PewDiePie does a thing. They don't go, they don't go PewDiePie Maker. People go PewDiePie Disney. Uh-huh. No one goes Kill Bill Disney. Uh-huh. Why this time? I would say it's I, weird. I would feel like at a certain point. I, again, we don't know what the contract says, but I feel like Maker probably used the fact that they had PewDiePie as leverage to get the Disney deal. Absolutely. And so I'm yeah. sure it says like Maker properties and PewDiePie. Yeah, so that twenty five percent of all so of our that, views come from. One I feel individual. like there's there was probably some sort of stipulation in that contract where they said, well, if your biggest YouTubers that we want as part of this maker deal leave, then we have reason to not, no longer want you as well. Because hmm. like, otherwise you're just owning the name maker. Well, you're not owning the actual properties that they want well, from they've maker. Never, they will never <coughs> own those properties. Well, it's, own own profit stake that, in them. It's good that you guys sure. hit on the Disney maker thing because there was a lot of problems between Disney and maker recently in the last yeah. you know week or two. Mm-hmm. What happened? Um, basically, layoffs. They're, they're trying yeah. to dissolve the relationship. Yeah. Um, there's a bunch of layoffs and things like that. And I think what happens is Disney bought Maker and went, oh, fuck. Like, this isn't what we wanted. Yeah. This isn't exactly... like that. And I think, honestly, I, I feel like all of this stuff happened at the right time. And since Wall Street Journal contacted Disney, and Disney was like, well, this is a great time to get rid of PewDiePie. Right. And, I, and I'm pretty sure that's that's kind of the way this all worked. Again, it's all speculation. I'm just guessing. But since there are so many problems between the two businesses, mm-hmm. this is a good way to downsize this thing and either make it what they want or get rid of it entirely. Well, because everything at Disney has to go through rounds of checks and balances and there's got to be four Many. people approving a thing. Oh, four is... No, no. What, so four what, is what, optimistic. Did, what did it say about Revel Mode? Um, was it, was just, it was just noting that Maker had a whole whole group dedicated to supporting PewDiePie and Revel Mode. Yeah. So it's so and, what happens to that? Well, it's, they're probably going to get laid off too. Or PewDiePie can just hire him because he makes so much damn money. He could. On his own, even without premium ads. So, I mean... It's fine. Yeah, we could, I feel like talking through that part of the situation, as much as you might want to get mad about the double standard or, or whatever, it seemed like the results seemed pretty logical. There is a connection to the Disney Corp, not not to a shell company, which may have been a problem. I mean, the connection arguably is to Maker, but... I mean, Maker's the shell. Yeah, but <laughs> Ma- I, th- I think the, the difference there is Maker existed as an entity before, mm-hmm. whereas Disney invented a shell and then put Kill Bill in it. Um, I feel they? like... I thought, I don't no, know. Miramax, the Wait, wasn't Miramax the company Weinstein's, that right? the Weinstein's ran? That's what yeah. I yeah. thought. Yeah. Disney bought them, right? I don't know. And then I think, yeah, I think Disney bought them afterwards. Yeah, yeah. Disney very rarely know. invents things and then spins <laughs> it true. off. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Okay, <clears throat> well, never mind. Um, yeah, it, it, is, it is interesting that that, that 
that uh, anonymity didn't didn't spread. Well, and, I think, I think the difference now is just information's a lot more in your face. That's true, Back yeah. then with Miramax, people had to go, you have to have that one friend who's like, hey, did you know that Disney owns Miramax? Yeah. Like, Fuck off, I'm yeah. trying to watch a movie. Yeah. Whereas now it's like, okay, but that's, everything's on Twitter. It's a very similar situation where Miramax has a reputation since its inception of making... Yeah. Kind of edgy right. films, right. you know, and, Same with and, Maker. and with young auteurs who were doing edgy things. Same with Maker, and then and then Disney said, "Hmm, we'd like no. to profit off that audience as well, too." Uh -huh. Oh, and, and so, I'm not saying that's not a criticism of Disney. No, I'm, no, I'm no. saying that they got to make the buck, for, and they got to figure out how to do it. Oh, they're doing just fine for how just like anal Disney is and mm -hmm. and protective of IP yeah. and its uh, family friendliness. They've had the prerogative to change their mind over the years, and they mm -hmm. have something yeah. like Tim Burton, who got fired for making the uh, Frankenweenie short when mm -hmm. he worked there, and they said, "Oh my God, this is grotesque." Well, you know, now Tim Burton is like one of their major players. Nightmare like, Before uh, Christmas. Same with Lasseter. Yeah. Like they fired him for pitching Brave Little Toaster. Yeah. Uh -huh. And I was running their animation <laughs> division. Yeah. Yeah. So I uh -huh. I feel like like Disney does what Disney wants yeah, when when it benefits Disney but, when it doesn't like any major corporation does those makes those decisions too that's yeah. fine but what what i hesitate to do is draw any kind of similarity between a grotesque frankenweenie short and very direct anti-Semitic statements, even if it's in a wall. I'm not. Container. I'm not comparing those two situations. Right. I'm I know just saying not, that they they some people exercise the prerogative to change their mind to when it benefits them. So yeah, to, I mean to that point, I think if Miramax put out a video that had some dude killing Jews. That might be a problem. And not to say that that's what happened in this video either. I'm just saying anti-Semitism regarding content. Glorious bastards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, they were killing Nazis. That's always fine. I kill some Jews. You gotta kill the a few very Jews beginning has to a guy named Jew a bunch of Nazis. I, then again, that that may have not that may have been Weinstein Company, which is affiliated <laughs> with Disney. Well, regardless, it's in, in the context of a two-hour movie about World War II, right. and, so, and in mm -hmm. which versus Nazi fighters are the understood heroes. Oh no, no, I, I'm. I'm, I'm I, I think, but no, I, you're right. You're right, though. I but think a lot of this does have point. to do with wrapping your head around context of context things. Context is yeah. so and, important. Yeah. And so, like, is PewDiePie kind of shoots himself in the foot by saying, "I don't do political commentary." He may have been better off doubling down on saying, "Like, so you're not upset with what horrific thing I can get these Indian guys to do for five dollars? Mm -hmm. Well, I can take my." U.S. American dollars, which I have millions of, and I can manipulate these people who live in poverty which, to do whatever I want. Which like, he's already done when he said he was going to delete his YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. He just didn't say which one. Yeah. Well, yeah, he I mean, he's it. been doing these yeah. kinds of button-pushing things for the yeah. last... Si I, I, not so ironically, since about the time that they started counting mm -hmm. his... Uh, his anti potentially anti-Semitic... I call them potentially anti-Semitic because, like, I, I've... Totally probably biased based off the content that we make and yeah. the things that we've said are done. And and so I'm not Jewish and uh wow. and I don't know anyone that is. <laughs> no. Joel. I, I, I'm just kidding. We have a Joel. I, I'm I'm not Jewish. Had a Joel. We work in Hollywood. And, we and lived with a Jewish that, roommate. I understand that it isn't always intent <laughs> that did. makes things bad. Yeah. But it is kind of it is kind of dangerous when you just refer to something as racist or misogynist without saying like interpreted as mm -hmm. like could be interpreted as racist or misogynist well so what's what's the headline that, for the wall street journal that kind the of automatically anti like anti-semitic posts was it without the that's the thing post. it's like it's hard to it's, say it's not though it can <laughs> i mean it's right i know there. It's right you look, there. but that's again where that is no context 
This is no context. Yeah. I mean, that's enough context, actually. I mean, given what happened in the video, that pretty much sums it up. And that's I, well, kind of the problem. There's no, no, because he talks about he he in in the that video he's like five dollars can get you like th- like it's like mm. he point he explains the structure of the business and the absurdity but of it. But he didn't say that. Disney's ever says you just are after political commentary goes too far. No, it like wasn't that. political commentary though Absolutely. either. Well, that, I guess not. I just no. think that's it's more like, like capitalistic. Like he was dicking commentary. around. He alluded to it having more meaning after mm. the fact, and then realized that would require him to double down on a pretty. A pretty bold statement. Mm. So he's kind of waffling in the middle. I'm in the stance with Adam where he needed to double down on whether it's political commentary or mm-hmm. not. Yeah. Jim I, said that. I, uh, <laughs> Thank you, Elise. <laughs> I, I, we look no, I mean, like. I mean, <laughs> uh, like I mentioned this earlier to you guys, but to me, I always sort of don't have like a, a definitive position on whether as a person who is famous, has a lot of followers and influence, whether you have a social responsibility to those people that follow you and look to you uh, for opinion and, and, and thought. And, and that's something that like me personally coming into work, I'm always like, well, I don't know. Lots of young, impressionable people watch us. And I don't know if they get the joke sometimes. Like they might take something that is commentary as straight uh, as face value and they don't get the joke. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and like Larry Bird, of course he's a trash talker. That's why I called him Simple Larry and said he's he's a, he he doesn't make trash talk because he's like the Too worst late. trash talker. She's still, she's still stop, stop trying to double yeah. down. But anyway, what all I'm saying is like there are people that that don't get the joke, and or maybe myself and the PewDiePies, we don't deliver the joke well enough that that people will get it. Um, I don't know if he has a social responsibility. I don't know if Disney and Maker said you are an influencer. You are a you you have a certain responsibility. I don't think that was in his contract well, at all. No, yeah, I don't think it was in the contract. It's much more simple, but that. I think it's more implied. I don't, that's the thing. I don't, yeah, like, but if Disney's think, implying that they know the type oh, I don't, of content, no, 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 he I don't makes. think Disney's implying. Yeah. I think society's implying. Oh, it doesn't yeah. come down to responsibility. It comes down to if if and again, it's always the house housewives in Iowa. If this shit broke out, there would be a Disney boycott or a Disney lawsuit. And that's the one thing Disney wants to avoid at what every step. Well, that's like we're not a it's maker like, because people want to sue Disney. Uh, they want to boycott Disney. It's the Harry Potter encourages back, like magic and devilry. It's yeah, like, yeah. do you have a socio-cultural <clears throat> obligation to people mm. by the kind of content you create? I don't know. I don't. I don't. Maybe you don't. I don't know. That's where I'm sort of like. I think falling it's just a business it. thing here. This is I, all business. I, it, it's definitely all business. I just think like. Sometimes it's tough when you, you. I think new media, YouTube especially, YouTubers, influencers. <laughs> these are not celebrities. These are people with weirdly Celebrity indiscernible tart. talents. <laughs> I include us. Like it's like, what, is he a writer? No. Is he an actor? No. Like, how does he make his stuff? I don't know. Like, I have no idea. How does he come up? Does he have a idea? A bunch of people that come up with idea? I don't know. Like, we're all kind of, kind of. Pseudo Kim Kardashians, and so and so, kind of famous for being famous. <laughs> all we know is that somehow every single week he creates twelve hours of content or whatever, like whatever it's, it is, it's, it's like millions, if not billions. And, of and over the past six years, he's created a thousand hours of content yeah. or something. And then and they're like, and here are nine examples where they're they're potentially anti-Semitic. It, it's I think that's. Dangerous. I think there's no way for us to like wrap our head around it. I, I was saying to Lawrence earlier. I wish. I wish. Can you go back to the Wall Street Journal headline? Sure. I wish that it was Disney severs ties with YouTuber star PewDiePie after 
he's kind of just shitty at comedy. Like, <laughs> like... Well, that's that's subjective. I mean, like, and that's subjective from, you know... Well, th this is a fallout of the fact that he's saying it was a joke, I, and way, no one seems to have gotten the joke, I, I right? Saying, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying that's subjective. I know, oh, but... This but, happened with Kramer. But no, it didn't. I looked. At, I actually looked into that when we were arguing. What do you mean? <laughs> um, <laughs> he. So, well, I wanted you to finish your point first. Oh, well, just I just think that like, it, I don't know. Watching it, it uh, watching it, and looking at his other stuff. Do I think he's anti-Semitic? I I don't think so. I don't think so, I don't I don't think think so, so either. either. And he's he is a pretty public profile. And so that stuff would be easy to cherry pick out. We can do it with politicians. Like it's real easy to like get this stuff out with politicians these days and they're way more secretive than he is. And so like, do I think he's anti-Semitic? No. So he m probably, thus my brain goes, and this is again, my own perspective. He must be going, well, I'm gonna try and make a joke. I'm trying to try and do something funny and no one found it funny, really. Like no one really found it funny and people were like, this is fucked up and bad. So he's kind of a shitty comedian because like he's batting out. It's like it's like you go, if you're a, a baseball player yeah. and your intention is to go yeah. up and hit the ball and you miss the ball, that was a bad at bat. He referred right? to himself as a rookie comedian were his exact words of how he described yeah, himself I mean, recently. But hmm. well, I, I think I mean he was making a video for his audience. To, and, but his and, audience and it was a hit. everybody. At but this what I'm saying point. that was yeah. a hit with the audience. The problem is it went outside the world of his audience, yeah, okay. and we've dealt with this before, where it's like. My family will see my videos. I'm like, no, 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 don't look, don't look. Hey, this is for this like this little clubhouse that we've built. Paul Walker funeral race or whatever oh, is like Memorial one of race. Our, is one yeah. of our bigger videos. And if and it's bigger than the number of subscribers we have, which means it went outside of our audience. Absolutely. Sure. Because we used the name Paul Walker, God bless his soul. <laughs> yeah. Rest, rest, rest um, his soul. So I'm sure a lot of people didn't think that was very funny. Probably not. And I actually got that vibe when I saw it because like it's like oh god someone probably thinks this is a positive but video We made it specifically just, for our audience. Yes, not considering the fact that it may yeah. reach out. No, so I, I understand where this is going But then it's like this this made it outside of the world where like JK Rowling was like oh boy Yeah, PewDiePie Which that I don't understand because she's got nothing better to do man <laughs> I mean she tweets about fantastic beasts and PewDiePie. Well, oh, so you guys are hinting on something else. That's a larger issue And we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah, we gotta do the every yeah, we do can I just uh, say J.K. Rowling is tearing into Piers Morgan on Twitter, and I love that it. That too, yeah, I've been reading I love that as well. It. Anyway, sorry, Lawrence. She, she destroys him over and over again. Sorry, go ahead, Lawrence. Sorry, no, that's okay. Anyone else have anything they want to say? <laughs> oh, God forbid. You do. <laughs> I do, it's true. Uh, if, if you're tired of people cutting in on you when you're trying to read ads, no. <laughs> I'll, do a different, I'll do a different segue. I said two fucking things on the whole podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's timing, Elise. You gotta, you gotta slide in. You gotta slide in between Let's everybody else. everyone. <laughs> well, uh, even though Elise is not allowed to say this, based on her recommendation, I have started listening to His Dark Materials using Audible, uh, the service for your phone. Also, my, my throat is dying. Holy shit. Uh, Audible is a service that allows you to download audiobooks, and it, the service is actually pretty cool. So basically, you play a monthly subscription, and you get a token, where you essentially get a book, and then you own it. So even if you let your subscription lapse or anything like that after the fact, you still have all those books. And you can listen to him whenever you want. It's great for working out, or if you commute, you can catch up on any books like that. And since His Dark Materials is getting a sequel now, and everybody seems to universally love those, I decided to catch up. They came on high recommendations from Elise, who was not allowed to talk. So I, uh, I look forward to checking in with her later on that series after we're done recording content, because it would be terrible if she actually were allowed to say anything. Um, they also have a send this book feature where you can, you can send a book from your library to anyone else, 
And if it's their first time accepting that, they can listen to it for free, which is pretty cool. They also have Whisper Sync, which is my favorite word in the world. Um, it actually synchronizes your progress through an audiobook with your progress on Kindle. So you can go back and forth between audiobook and actually reading, if to you an audiobook sounds too much like you're in second grade. So thank you, Audible. You can get a free audiobook with a 30-day free trial at audible.com slash dudesoup. I, uh, I recommend you guys do that because you can pretend to be the smartest person in the world by dropping all these books you've read, but you didn't actually read them. You just listened to them. So you can be the smartest person at the party. So thank you, Audible, for enabling all of us sycophants out there to be pretend to be smarter than we are. It's the only way I got through all of the Song of Ice and Fire oh, yeah. books. You can, yeah, you can read them. <laughs> They're pretty verbose. But I got through them, a lot of and I had a great time, and food. everyone was like, I hated book four and five, and I'm like, that's because you read it. <laughs> <laughs> I liked having it read to me. Scientists say your brain don't know the difference. So sorry, Elise. I was unnaturally mean to you, even though I think that's funny. What were you going to say about Kramer? Naturally. What did you find out about Kramer? Oh, Kramer, yes. Uh, nope, it's Bruce's turn to talk. So, no, no, Elise, yeah, do you want to, I want to, I was waiting for Elise to finish her book. <coughs> Elise, would you like to finish her book? I'm done. <laughs> you don't have to be done. That Pierce um, Morgan fight is pretty great. I got to admit. The, uh, no, the Kramer thing I was looking into, because I thought the same thing. I was like, <laughs> oh, well, this is kind of Michael Richards got taken out of, no. So what happened was, he was getting heckled at a show, uh-huh. and he just started screaming the N-word uh, at the man who was heckling him. Yeah. And... Well, he probably thought it was in the context of a joke because yep. he was doing a stand-up routine. Yeah. But since the man was heckling him, which is kind of construed as like, oh, yeah, he's being re- rude to you. So then he was like, all right, I'm going to be rude to him. Yeah. It didn't come off as a joke. It was a bad. It was and really it, shitty. So it's like two men screaming at each other, basically, is what happened. Yeah. And that, in my opinion, that sort of removes all the context of comedy. And yeah. it's just people yelling at each other. I mean, I think I would say in that situation it was still an example of him being a shitty comedian. That too, yeah. a shittier comedian more than a racist. Yeah, like just yeah. walk through the door. But, but I again, I don't know. I've so, never. I don't no. think I've ever been in a situation where I've gotten so angry that I've called someone like some sort of yeah, yeah. specific thing about <laughs> what they are or who mm-hmm. they are. Um, I think there are a lot of parallels there because uh, in that situation he had a bad night. Told a bad joke that went too far, but that became the headline for everybody. They mm-hmm. grabbed it. Well, no, no, he didn't. It wasn't. He didn't he tell. Wasn't telling a joke. It wasn't a joke. He, he was. He was <laughs> frustrated and shouting angry. Shouting at a man. Right, 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 right. He used yeah. the wrong word. Oh my god. Just let me move. On. <laughs> um, he was shouting racial epithets at a man. Great. Yeah. Uh, much like that, PewDiePie puts out videos all the time with a lot of a lot of stuff that kind of pushes the boundary. This one broke. So, and I think in both situations, the media will grab a story and run with it. And in this situation, that story had a physical, like a, a an actual response, making it newsworthy. Unlike Kramer shouting racial epithets in a nightclub, I think that's a, even a little more grasping. But I think in both situations, you could blame the reporters for not appreciating context, and mm. that he's up there every night trying to improv. And this one night, maybe he didn't have enough sleep, maybe he was too drunk, but he snapped and did the wrong thing. Mm. He made a bad bet. And people ran with it. I guess the implication there, too, though, is that there's something deep-seated that would... Like, I I can't imagine a situation where I would ever yeah. drop something like that. Yeah. I just can't do it. it yeah. Like, my whole body, everything in my fire would go, you can't... Like, I would have to fight against well, that. You'd find something else to... It would occur to you to say something like else. You're bald yeah. or fat. Yeah, or I would I'd do something like that. I guess with the PewDiePie thing is, in a way, it's still a success because he still made something for his audience. Whereas... I guess Kramer just gained a you know a lot of anti-Semitics or, or sorry uh, uh, white white supremacists to join his cause. Well, 
The, Which he probably doesn't want. Well, the weird... they made a really funny season of Curb Your Enthusiasm about it. That's, That's true. It did. was great. Yeah, that was because that, those are actual jokes. Yeah. And that it was, was basically the so it's here's the thing. Here's the here's the difference. Curb Your Enthusiasm made the exact same joke that Kramer did, kind of that night. Yeah, one was funny, one was an utter failure oh, of yeah. a fucking joke. I I honestly think that part of the Kramer scenario, the, that comparison though, is that this is the first time anyone had heard any of this from him. Like mm-hmm. it was, it was shocking mm-hmm. to from like from what I recall after from fact. those that knew him publicly and those that knew him privately. They were like, "Where what? the yeah. fuck did that come from? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. you've never indicated that this is the way you feel or behave before." Um, and whereas with the PewDiePie thing, this is the. This is one of several videos he's made where he's clearly gone to the well of anti-Semitism yeah. for the sake of shock value. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I don't. I'm not drawing any conclusions it's, from that. Well, I'm just also, saying there's. It's really weird too because the people holding the sign are not anti-Semitic. At least I don't think so. I don't think. Oh, they 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 said that they don't understand English, so they didn't know. So what okay, the there we go. Oh, uh, that's what I say too. <laughs> I don't. I don't read. When you read um, my signs, <laughs> um, I made pretty sure PewDiePie is not an anti-Semite. So no one's really. Anti-Semite in this situation, there's just anti-Semitic words being thrown out there, well, and so then then people go, "This person's posting an anti-Semi-Semitic post." Well, I, like, well, but to Lawrence's Lawrence's point, and other people have raised it too. Lawrence <laughs> mentioned it earlier. There's a normalization that can happen where if you are trying for these things to shock and push the boundaries, yeah. but they're failures. Those are just normalizations right. of these kinds of behaviors. Um, I, I'm not. I'm not worried. I think you're going past Kramer with a dick. Um, I'm not worried that. Uh, oh, no, oh, it's a finger. Close. <laughs> um, I'm not worried that, despite his giant influence, PewDiePie is going to teach people to be anti-semitic mm-hmm. right through these types of jokes but and Disney these, obviously is. these types of jokes and these types of comedies I think Disney just doesn't want it on its slate because yeah. like Lawrence said they have a with. they have a giant bullseye on their back by nature of being so kind-hearted and do playing with oh. fluffy Star Wars and stuff like that that's, like that's what they're that's what I'm saying that's what they're worried about they're worried about anybody misconstruing this joke. well so they make fuckloads of money anyone hits them with a lawsuit alleging that they're in any way connected with anything anti-Semitic and they settle immediately. Yeah. yeah. So that's millions of dollars that just get flushed down the toilet yeah. through a class action lawsuit. I mean, any anyone could sue Disney over this and probably are trying to right now. Yeah. And that's kind of the problem. That's why Disney has to be so guarded. They yeah. have so much cash that anyone's going to come after and them. And you for know who loves cash Disney. more than anyone? The, the Disney. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what's kind of emerged out of this is... I, it's it's great that you guys bring up context because with the way the last election has gone, and I'm I'm not going to draw any any statements about the state of the world because I don't feel qualified to do that. But certainly there is some data showing that bad shit's going down. I'll just put it like that. Uh, and this is kind of coming into a weird thing where okay, so so PewDiePie was was discharged or like dismissed from Disney. His YouTube show was canceled. Wall Street Journal articles were very very anti-Semitic centric. And then PewDiePie probably didn't do the best thing. Uh, he posted a response yesterday, Thursday, um, and basically took issue with the media's coverage of him to an almost Trump level of saying that the mainstream media has an agenda to defame and discredit him, mm. which to a degree could be true in the sense that the media always wants to take down the number one because that's news or rather that's a story that people like. 
So I wouldn't say it's personal, but there is certainly a legacy in media coverage to attack or defame people who are seemingly above repute. When you report on the biggest thing in the world, you get the biggest amount of eyeballs. Exactly. You you cast the widest net. Sure. So it's... it's Whether it's people write about Bieber, whether they hate him or they love him, they're still writing about him. Yeah. Yeah, Give him more power. To Bieber's credit, he hasn't complained about the media attacking him. After they put a picture of his dick. That's the thing, though. Because it was huge. It's great. I mean, he was like, yeah, post that. (laughs) Send it to my mom. Sadly, it's a double standard. She made that. But it's existed for (laughs) years. That's just how fame goes. So, in his response video, uh, he he basically said that, uh, quote, money's all I've ever really been acknowledged for. It Most of it is, but not all of it. Um, it says, quote, my intention was to show how stupid the website is and how far you can push it just by paying $5. That's inconsistent, given that in that video, he also made messages about Jacksepticeye 2, which is not really pushing any kind of envelope. So, to me, it's like... He, he kind of came up with that thrust after the fact to make it seem like it was a joke when really it was just an off-color reference. Um, and then, yeah, and then he goes off about how the media is intentionally trying to tear him down as a person, which I get it. Um, emotionally, I get it. If you feel like everyone in the world is out to get you, it, and, and a, to an extent, and I, and I hate to draw this parallel, but I figure that's probably what's happening with Donald Trump as well. Every single report is negative. And when you are a human being, you're like, well, I know I'm not a bad person. I know I'm not an anti-Semite. What other conclusion is there? Uh, so, yeah, and he even tweeted out, quote, Wall Street Journal should have tried to get a response from me directly to begin with. Not going to brands I work with first. Proves to me their maliciousness, mm. which is a problem, given that in the original article, Wall Street Journal writes, Mr. Shelberg did not respond to request for comment for this article. So they, they reached out to him for comment, as far as we know. As, yeah. as far as the article as states. What's probably likely is they reached out for comment to an email he didn't see, uh, so he assumes that the intent wasn't made. Mm-hmm. Here's the problem. He's starting to assume motivation and actions on behalf of those that he thinks are his enemy. And this is where it gets really bad. When one person gets defensive and starts making lobbying accusations, the other side gets defensive too, and then they defend themselves or fight back. Now we have sides, which is what wasn't supposed to happen, or what used to not really happen. Essentially, like pre-internet, there would use, there was a flare-up every five years of somebody who wasn't used to fame being thrusted into fame and then decrying how unfairly they've been treated. And then the response usually was, you're rich, get over it. Um, whether that's fair or not, I don't know. Well, like rich, young Britney Spears it. or something like that. The thing is, this has happened before. And it's not so much a personal attack as it is kind of cannibalizing the fattest person in the room. Uh, it happens. It's, it's been happening for years. This is not the first time nor the last. Now the media is starting to strike back a little bit. There's a variety response since uh, PewDiePie called out a variety article from 2013 that essentially said something like, you know, if PewDiePie's channel is the most popular channel on YouTube, we're in a very bad state or it's a dumpster fire or something like that. We're all doomed or something. Yeah. So the same author, who's uh, Variety's uh, co-editor-in-chief, Andrew Wallenstein, ooh, and this might actually be getting a little personal, but I don't want to say anything. Uh, <laughs> writes, playing the pawn in PewDiePie's blame game. Uh, he basically lashes out at PewDiePie saying, motherfucker, we've covered you positively a number of times, um, including, okay, here, here's some quotes. And this is, this is from the article. So, quote, like Trump, he has a pro wrestler instinct for strengthening the sense of community he has built within his massive audience base by allowing them to share in his persecution complex. Then another quote, which I find offensive to professional wrestlers, for the record. (laughs) Um, And then I'll read this last quote, and then you guys can can go crazy. Um, Quote, but what really steams me is what PewDiePie neglected to share with the world in his video Thursday. Quote, colon, uh, Variety put PewDiePie on the cover, or sorry, 
I'll start over. Uh, but really steams me as a PewDiePie neglected to share with the world in his video Thursday. Variety put PewDiePie on the cover in 2015 in an article that couldn't have been more positive, hailing him as the leader of a new movement in entertainment. How come he didn't complain then about the 2013 column when he agreed to pose for those pictures? Yeah, he's being defensive. Because he feels like the world is calling him an anti-Semite. So this is, this is rough. Uh, by, by, my, by my viewpoint, you have somebody who is not used to defending themselves publicly or worrying about maintaining a public image, now finding that both of those things are being wrecked, and then media who is very good about tracking data and throwing, throwing excuses in person's face, which is only going to drive them to be more defensive. So you kind of have this spiral now. And I'm I'm worried about well, where it's the thing go. too is like even in the in the Wallenstein response, it's like he's only thinking in the context of variety over the course of like four years, mm -hmm. and it's like because he's you know, being defensive too. Well, yeah, because he's defensive too, and so it's like PewDiePie. Let's let's theoretically say like they wrote a mean thing about PewDiePie, and then a, a year later or a couple years later, they're like, hey, we want to put you on the variety. I'm sure PewDiePie doesn't know the inner workings of the company and could theoretically view it as a positive shift. Maybe he's, things are changing for the better, except he's probably thinking, I haven't done anything different, but now they like me now? Okay. And so so he's now he's on the cover of it. I don't know that any normal person would go, no, I will not be on the cover. I, I've blacklisted you. Yeah. I mean, I think this is that's an even worse step. Is there, I've blacklisted you from any involvement in anything I do. Um, I will not participate because you wrote something mean about me a couple of years ago, <laughs> but um, But it's interesting because like, you know, I mean we've had discussions in the in the office here about like the value of putting PewDiePie in a title Yeah, absolutely. It's immense yeah. and, and right that now. tied with any criticism you have of the media um, Founded or not founded. I think most people can agree. <laughs> I think most people can agree that the news that sells best is bad news. Um, yep, that's just leads, that's most of what it is, at least in, mm -hmm. in this day and age. Baby mama drama. So when People you combine when you combine popularity with the value of bad news, mm -hmm. then million, you get then you get articles and headlines. Um, I feel like just I am not PewDiePie, so I'm not seeing through his eyes. I feel like I do see more negative reports or like privacy intrusive reports or things about his financial state with kind of like a surprised question mark at the end of it. Um, well, sensationalizing the most extreme things about him. Yeah, I is, do feel like that's what I see mostly from the websites that I read or headlines that I see. I don't see everything though, so I, I guess, have no in idea. A, in a similar situation, um, this, this comes out of left field, Lance Armstrong. So Lance Armstrong, people will probably remember as a cheater, mm -hmm. a liar, a thief, a dick. Mm -hmm. There's all these things about him, but then I always remember, I'm like, well, I did raise like half a billion dollars for cancer research through Livestrong. Like, but I did it through cheating. I'm like, well, everyone cheated. Well, well PewDiePie has raised yeah. millions of dollars for charities too. Charities yeah. for providing clean that, water. That's what I mean. It's and, like, and he's, he's well, those charities are directed at people that aren't, you know, rich white people. Yeah, you also get five dollars to those guys to hold the sign. <laughs> <laughs> what were you gonna say? Oh, that's that. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm just saying. There, I think there is there's a similarity there where. Elise is right. They're just picking out the negatives and going. They can't say like charitable donor PewDiePie says anti. They're just like, well, this is the YouTube uh, Nazi lover says this, thing. Like, this is the world the we live in, though, and it's the world we've always, it's always lived been in. That way. Yeah. And, and, and the thing that I'm, I want to relate between Michael Richards and PewDiePie is that they both honestly had the spotlight on them. 
Like Michael Richards is probably one of the most recognizable faces in television. And that's why when that came out, everyone was like, oh my gosh, I, I can't believe it. What is he doing? What's if he had just been doing? an unknown bro screaming the N-word mm -hmm. uh, on a stage, it wouldn't have mattered. And, and I'm sure that happens all the time in Hollywood oh, yeah, and everywhere absolutely. else. But uh, that, that's the thing with PewDiePie is I don't think he realized, you said this earlier, he's still a YouTuber. Like he's still like, oh, you know, I'm just uploading videos on my YouTube channel. Like he doesn't realize that he is the largest YouTuber and probably one of the most famous people in the world. And when you got the spotlight on you and people are always all on all eyes on you, just like the Wall Street Journal variety, yeah. you've got to be careful. He, you has, have to, to, be he careful. has to be careful. I don't know if he has the responsibility to behave in any certain way. I agree with you that no. he has to be careful. I also think that he should take the the repercussions of his actions yeah. Yeah. and he should say it's kind of a, it's a catch 22 because it's like he he makes the content that has gotten him successful, but then he has a certain success that that says, well, maybe you shouldn't make this kind of content because right. all the the spotlight is on you. Yeah, you, but why, then, why change the thing that made you famous? It, it, the bigger you get, the more you have to just be wary of that. Yeah, and in one respect, it's like, well, he should just go into this saying, I'm going to make the kind of content that I want, and I know that it's it's very very risque. And if I get any blowback from that, I need to accept that I might lose any contracts I have. Mm -hmm. I might be. Um, you know, uh, blasted in the media. But at the same time, a studio like Maker has been feeding him and saying, we are going to pay you to do this. And as long as it's making them money, they're not like, they're not, you know, he's, it's kind of like uh, they're, they're, they've been feeding him until, until it affects them negatively. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I, uh, I totally agree. I think, yeah, it's, it's a tough situation because like, we, we are in this. This is our industry, too, yep. right? This is our industry, but we'll look back at videos, like, during his rise, and we're like, we don't get it. I don't get it. I don't understand. I don't understand. I don't understand at all how this is happening, but he managed to keep hitting home runs over and over and over again. He So he clearly understood something about Absolutely. the viewership of this, this industry better than we did, yeah. and... It started with him alone in a webcam, and it doesn't look like it's much more than that yeah, now. Yeah. It, I don't know. It's it, like at some point you would expect a person like this to form PewDiePie Productions, pull themselves back, yep. form a studio, look for new upcoming talent, and figure out how to craft them and build something like that. But yeah. he's still doing what he was doing six he's years ago. Twenty-seven. <laughs> he's still doing what he was <laughs> what doing six do? years ago to great success. So it's hard for someone to come, like, you just have to, at a certain point, think about coming out of that and being like, now let me look at myself objectively. And it's like, it's not going to happen. Well, with Elise, what you were just talking about, I think this might be the conclusion he's reached. And the reason I'm saying this is because a lot of, uh, a lot of the oracles are writing about how he's not criticizing YouTube, how he's not criticizing Disney. And basically, what he's saying is, whoa, 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 I'm not an anti-Semite. Mm -hmm. And in my opinion, if, if it were me, <clears throat> that would be the first thing I would do. Yeah, I'd be like, yeah. "Whoa, no, 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 no!" Like, I like I'm Jewish. I'm part Jewish because I am, and uh, <laughs> I am, and uh, PewDiePie too. Very, yeah. very small. Yeah, and and also like I, I was like, "No, I don't hate Jews at all." He's not saying, you know, fuck Disney, fuck YouTube. I can't believe they're taking away my money because he may have accepted those consequences. He may have been like, you know what? Did, yeah. yeah. Oh well, no big deal. That's true. Um, and I do so. I on on that sense, now that we've come all the way around, mm -hmm. I almost I'm kind of like, yeah, you know what? I I agree. I side with you in the sense uh, PewDiePie because I know what you were trying to do yeah. but we're in the same industry but so whenever I, I just think about like comedy being censored as well it always in my head creates the the greater topic of like the way that comedy and what we 
what the standards and and boundaries for comedy are has drastically changed over the last like 50 years not even you know 100 years and if something like this happened 20 years from now would people make such a big deal about it like you know 30 years ago mary mary tyler moore making a joke about her birth control was like oh my god how Mm -hmm. how could she i know this is a little bit different because it's a specific group of people that is seemingly being targeted but you know, I, I always think about about that. Just mm-hmm. the just the idea of comedy in general, and, yeah. Yeah. and what is offensive and what isn't, and and yeah, it's tough like to know where the boundaries are and what line you're going to eventually hit or cross, because otherwise everything would just be milk toast. Yep. Speak, speaking of that, All in the Family, we were like watching documentary that featured uh, heavy segments about All in the Family, family and Archie Bunker, yeah. and how he the things he <laughs> said. If you just took content, if you were like. Here are the anti-Semitic things from four episodes of All in the Family, and you just like said these things. It would like like whoa, with context and again, good jokes. And, Those and were good jokes. Deliberate, yeah. deliberate politi- political commentary because that's what yeah. that was. Deliberate, that was, it was deliberate, deliberate and well executed. Yeah. Right um, there, there's still controversy, but less question. Mm-hmm. I, again, I feel like the execution is what draws into question the well, things. The, but like Bruce said, I do admire the fact that he's angry that people think he's an anti, anti-Semite. Mm-hmm. That's good. Not that he's angry at Disney or YouTube for pulling. Like, yeah. I, and, and I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's really not do. crying about that, yeah. at least. Yeah. Um, this is also just kind of a side effect of just where you are with <sighs> in terms of access. So, on the family, back in the day, that's all you could watch. So everyone watched it. Mm-hmm. And there wasn't like... A small guy in the corner doing like his bit, and everyone's like, "I'm a big fan of that guy." Mm-hmm. Today, there's PewDiePie. He has his clubhouse of 85 million people or whatever, but it's it's closer to like I don't know whatever it is, 10 million people who actively watch his stuff, mm-hmm. who really get him. They mm-hmm. watch every single video. They they probably have his tattoos on his arm. They love him to death. Then you start to go outside of that, and you have people who are just sort of passively looking, and so they just look at the broad strokes. They go Swedish, rich. YouTube. All right, I got it. And then it's like, well, you don't really know the guy. Um, so when they write about it, there was one article I saw where someone's like, um, PewDiePie is known for two things, being rich and playing games. And I was like, well, that that's what you know him for, yes. Mm-hmm, yeah. um, but that's just sort of the thing is that like now we have access and now it's, what happens is it creates sides, like Lawrence was saying. Yeah. So now you're going to have a very hardcore base defending everything that he does. And it's gonna get dangerous. Yeah, yeah. I think this is just how people are gonna talk on the internet yeah. from now yeah. on. It's always gonna be like this. Lawrence, do you want my bombshell? Yes. Oh yeah. Oh, we yeah, got bombshell, and then we got hard netting. I um, got a bombshell. It won't take very long. <laughs> All right. Yeah. But as we were, I'm sorry. We'll we'll have like closing thoughts in a second. As we were preparing for this, um, I went to Walt Disney's Wikipedia page, nice. as one is wont to do, because Walt Disney himself is also. Uh, tied to the issue of anti-Semitism, <laughs> these yeah. accusations of the past. Did you get him on the phone? No, oh. but the last time this came up and we made a joke about Walt Disney or whatever, right? I brought up his Wikipedia page and there was a entire subparagraph with heading that said accusations of anti-Semitism. Mm-hmm. That's gone. <gasps> really? That's gone. Wait, it's something. it's it now it's grouped in with other articles oh. about his personal life. Okay. But there he because I, I made a joke that I was like I was like you may not be an anti semite, but if an article about your biography has to subhead oh, right, an entire yeah. section of your <laughs> life to it, yeah. there may be something like I don't know what it is, but like well, that's still it's, interesting. You, you it's on, not there anymore. You I mean, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. But I've seen a lot of smoke to the extent of there are people who are very active on the internet 
in trying to craft a worldview because the internet's how we see the world now. Mm -hmm. And I think that's that's one of the, this is like tip of the iceberg kind of thing. The iceberg is, and again, not a conspiracy theorist, not saying this is what's happening. There the are people- says who, the more I believe you are <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I have, yeah. to, I have to divulge so much. There are people who believe that there are active and organized groups of people who are participating in information wars right now, mm -hmm. trying to both mitigate the, uh, the historic impact of racism and bigotry. It's, it's like the White House putting out a, a press release that didn't really mention the Holocaust much or talk about all the Jews that died because other people died too. Yeah. That's part of it. And that's kind of why this is a, probably a bigger deal than it may have been any other time in, in the last 10 years. Mm -hmm. That shit's hot right now. Yeah. And there are people who are doing that shit right now. So for PewDiePie to get up and be like, ha Jews, kill them all. Oh, I was just kidding. There are people who are not kidding. And they take that stuff seriously. And when that stuff is... When when somebody connected with the Disney Corporation can get away with saying something like that, it is tremendously empowering. It makes you feel as though your views are now becoming acceptable in the world, provided you are that kind of person. I don't think that's PewDiePie's fault, but I think he probably should have been more aware of that. Um, or he was aware and is feigning shock at, at the media coverage. Uh, Elise, you, I think you had a point to make? Uh, well, to, to that point, though, I don't remember what I was going to say before, but like... I think about whether the Colbert report would actually be funny right now, mm, um, just yeah. because like yeah, a good point. He, the the character that he was kind of parodying parodying actually like exists pretty fervently right now, yeah. and and I don't know it. Man, yeah. the world's a real dumpster fire right now. <laughs> Thank God for PewDiePie <laughs> or not? I don't know. I. God, this is such a, a loaded thing. So, I'm happy uh, we live in a world where we can make a living doing our dumb stuff. So. Absolutely. Yeah, until you get fucking written about. Yeah. <laughs> Look, my thoughts on the Jews are mine. Oh, <laughs> except for all the times you said it. That's recorded. That's part of the metagame, right? Uh, I feel like if if you're number one, part of part of holding on to that is knowing how to handle the media, I'm knowing so how happy to manage your number one. I was gonna say he I, may I, not want to be number one, and then he won't be. <laughs> yeah, no. It's a self. It's a self fixing who, problem. Who will be? I, I'm next. Period. I've been. I've Bye. been lucky enough that I've been accused of things in in the past, but by individuals, not by oh. media conglomerates or yeah. you know whatever. Um, and so I can then engage in a actual conversation, mm -hmm. which is what Lawrence is saying. The elimination, ideally, the elimination yeah. of sides. It's a. It's a compromise of understanding um this is almost an impossible scenario i don't know how he's supposed to have a conversation with well, you bring, them, you bring like, up a good point though if if wall street journal had talked to him then they would have had a response in the article and it may have been a little different it may have you been know, a little like, different it may have but the whole thing it, it just that's not the they way it works time. when one is driven by money and the other is driven by money and uh, then there's time and then stuff like that i have no i have Plenty of time <laughs> to respond to people and have discussions. I don't know. I, it's it's just sucks because here's this is a scenario on a smaller scale where it was. I feel like it was resolved better. Where some people been upset with me about saying something like, in the whoa, past. Whoa, no, no, and I'm like, yeah. well, if if you look at the context, then believe me, I totally agree with you about this issue and stuff yeah. like. I don't know. I wish we had a time machine to see where PewDiePie will be ten years from That'd now. I'd love to know what his trajectory is. Yeah. He uh, seems like a nice guy. He does. He's a hard he worker for sure. I've never actually met him personally. I've been in the same room as him once, and he seemed, it was like a YouTube party, and he seemed very shy and felt, and looked like he felt out of place, but. Of all the YouTubers, he seems one of the more, like, one of the more self-aware ones. Absolutely. Which yeah. I'm like, still I'm, like I'm, I'm glad he hasn't gone crazy yet. Yeah. Um, 
That. And people have been trying to make them. It's, it's again, and I'm reminded of that South Park episode, the Britney Spears one, where it's almost like the lottery. They just, it's a pack of wolves descending, man. Mm-hmm. That happens. That's human nature. Um, and to that point, I guess this will be the uh, final final conclusion or whatever. We'll pass last episode around. of Dude Soup. Wow. Yeah, last episode. We're shutting it down. Yeah. Pie shut down, so are we. Because we got nothing else to uh, <laughs> He didn't to shut down. <laughs> no, he's, gonna, <laughs> he's, he's so, like a phoenix will rise. And uh, in, in, I guess in conclusion, and, and if you don't feel like you know enough to actually answer this, that's totally fine too. But in your guys' opinion, do you feel like the media treatment of PewDiePie in this situation has been fair? I mean, the problem is, that's like, yeah. that's no, like, it's, it's a, it's is a the world question. green? <laughs> well, I, uh, some places. <laughs> you don't have to say yes or no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you, how do you, like, yeah, yeah. you can so, be okay, great something to think about. Well, yeah. I would, I would, I, I would say, I say the media has been acting about on par. Yeah. They, they have, this is, I'm not surprised. It's just, it, it's a Mad Lib. Who will we be going after today? And where will the game of this telephone is, start to no. devolve? And when will the blogs pick it up? And this when is, will the... The tube lords like us no, pick up on it. And not to say that though that it is a spinning wheel, because it's kind of like the making a murderer scenario. Mm-hmm. It's like, did he actually murder that woman? I don't know. Does it look like the police may have done some sketchy things to make it seem like he did? Yeah. Did he have a history of being an utter shithead who drew attention to himself so that way when this really shitty thing happened, people might believe that it was his case? Then... Yeah, he was. So, like, PewDiePie did make the shitty jokes, whether or not he was intending to be anti-Semitic or to be funny, mm-hmm. he made them, and so the spotlight didn't just fall on him. He did shout yeah. until a spotlight looking around found him. Yeah. Frodo put on the ring, is what I'm saying. <laughs> I, I think Lawrence raised a very good point about, man, if we only had that PewDiePie statement in that Wall Street Journal article, yeah. interestingly enough, oh, that, that, yeah, that... I agree. Oh, <laughs> Who do you uh, think we are? Well, she can't see anyone. Who's I'm, uh, li- I'm listening to another podcast yeah. back here. While so we're all you white anti-Semites look yeah. the same to me. Yeah, um, I think discussion. Sorry. Go ahead, Elise. Uh, I just, I just would have loved to have known how that might have affected the, the, uh, yeah. um, like our opinion right now, and yeah. and what that article would have resembled. Well, he would have said probably what he was posting on his Tumblr, which was like, "I'm not an anti-Semite." Yeah. Yeah, these were just jokes that I was doing uh, on my YouTube channel, which is what it's mainly for, which is entertainment and jokes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's probably what it, you know. It would have been a pretty short statement, um, and I, I hope that. I mean, I really, honestly, like I, I think Lawrence, I think you're. It's a good question because I, the media, the the headline itself, um, the anti-Semitic posts thing, raises a lot of questions. Uh, that I don't know if they answer those in in the in the article itself. They don't say, yeah, you know, he could not be an anti-Semite. From our our judgment, uh, he is or he isn't. Like they, they don't they don't say any of that. It's just sort of like, well, he's making these jokes about Jews, and to us that seems anti-Semitic. Yeah, and Disney dropped him, so something happened. Right. Well, that's, yeah. that's the. Go- and he made some rape jokes, but those were yeah. funny. Well, so. yeah. <laughs> well, so that's that's <clears throat> supposedly the point of news, and and to a much larger degree, that is. That is a discussion that's been happening for the last 15 years with the advent of cable news and 24-hour networks. The The line between news and opinion is blurring. Yeah. And we certainly are, are I don't say party to that, but we understand that. And we, when we produce news content or did, did the know, yeah. we would blend the two. But I always tried to make it very explicit in my writing when that shift happened. Right. So here are the facts. Here is the data and the timeline at which it happened in. 
And then here is analysis. Here is, here is when we shed our particular experience to say statements from us that might connect, these, connect, might connect these facts in a logical manner. What you have here is just fact and just quote with no analysis, no commentary or anything. And the lack of that creates a gap in which people tend to fill in their own, their own agenda. Um, or sorry, assume agenda, I should say, on behalf of the writer. So I don't blame PewDiePie for assuming maliciousness with this article, because certainly the facts, as they're laid out here, paint a very bad picture. I would say, though, the headline, calling it an anti-Semitic post, is that... Feels like an accusation. It does. But yeah. that also deter that's also determined by your definition of anti-Semitic. And, and let's be honest, who's going to read past that first line? Oh, that's yeah, not, but that's not, that's, the, not, that's not, I don't think that's a journalist's obligation. Yeah. No, 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 that's but, I, but I'm, I'm just saying. Well, that's why it's written this way. This is journalistic style. You write one to two sentence paragraphs so people keep reading. There's yeah. a whole science around keeping right, people. Right, right. Please just sit still yeah. for five seconds. Sure, tell but, what's but going on. you and I both know no, people I, aren't, aren't going to get past where your mouse is right I, now. I, I, I utterly want to get to the, the next segment, Lawrence. Yeah, but we got a good one. one last thing on this too, uh -huh. which I think was maybe a Wall Street Journal fuck up in some way, is that there's an accompanying video on their YouTube channel, yeah. which summarizes the article, and it's really shitty. Purely because it takes even more selective quoting from the quotes in the article and puts it over this. Now, if you could hear it, the music yeah. for this it's, is like... Well, it's it's, it's going to be playing under the Okay, thing, so it's very somber, it. yeah. and it's it's not good. It's not like do-do-do-do-do. It's not even like neutral music. It should be neutral music. It, I agree. That's it, kind of a fuck-up. Which that makes oh, it feel like whoever put the video together, like, read this article in a negative, very negative, negative way. So... It's tough. It's it's really tough, and it is just clips from his stuff, but again without context. It's like it, like look at it, just him in a hat, or like <coughs> nodding along to Hitler. Yeah, it looks terrible. And so I don't know that I feel like this video was a major fuck up. Regardless of <laughs> this, this is our I'm best so podcast sorry. yet, uh, <laughs> it was a major fuck up. Regardless of how neutral the article was written. Ugh. I'll, I'll mute my mic for that Sorry. part. That's, that's, that's... No, you're right. Uh, I think this is this sort of tips their hand a little bit. Um, mm -hmm. And to be frank, yeah, this is the whole thing. To be frank, it's like, that's always the line you walk is news. Mm -hmm. You have to, it's still, a, it's still a commercial product. And that's becoming worse because no one's paying for news anymore. So if, if the human race were perfect, they would support and reward even balanced coverage with money. But that isn't happening and has been dying off. The Trump administration has actually been kind of a, a windfall for uh, for actual news reporting because some of the more shit. Uh, it's hard to. I, I don't want to say. I was going to say intellectually conscious, but that has a load of assumptions applied with it. People have been subscribing to, to newspapers more since Trump took office. That is the fact, mm -hmm. and I won't. I won't draw an inference from that. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, like uh, New York Times, uh, LA Times, they've all had a, a swelling really? subscribership. Yeah, really interesting. So take that for what you will. Uh, and yeah, it's, it's a complicated mess on the end of it. I just want to say complicated. Yeah. Complicated. Well, it's been, it's been very entertaining when <coughs> facts are out there, when it's like, these are the hard facts. This is what was said. This is the thing. And then someone's going, those are lies. Yeah, You're like, this it. is kind of entertaining now. <laughs> these are just crazy people now. Yeah. This is fun. Well, it's, it's, I, I, SNL is infinitely more enjoyable. But, uh, At least that one skit. They don't have to write anything anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's truth, man. The um, uh, human beings have this tendency to form a belief and then bend facts that they incorporate to match it as opposed to changing their belief to match the facts that they are then introduced mm -hmm. to. 
It's just something people do. And it's kind of getting louder. It's interesting. To that, to that note, we got uh, next episode of Hard Netting. Yeah. Netting All right. <laughs> so last last week, we let, left it up to the audience. It was a Hard Netting first. Really got to update that trailer. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I see it. I think it's right. Um, it's still accurate. Year five. Oh, it's so us watching us. We got our little straw poll down here. Oh, yeah. How, what ah. happened? Who's netting harder? Maskers, women who crush roots with their biceps and forearms, or Terry the Living Doll? Who's netting harder? Oops. Yeah, you got to hit the wrong button. You just hit the red button. Oh, shit. Yes! Okay. All women who right. crush roots with their biceps and forearms has taken a lead. Terry the Living Doll seems to have <laughs> stolen it from the maskers, <laughs> which is hey, you're right. kind of fitting now that you That's think That's what happens it. when you have a third party. No. <laughs> third party vote. Awesome. So women who crush fruits with their biceps and forearms is the new leader, but that okay. may change. It may change quickly because right. your entry in Harden and this week is there is a Russian cult that worships Gadget from Rescue Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> Gadget Hack Wrench. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. Um, no, no, they, they they worship they, Gadget or just them? the cardboard Is that all of them? Out. Who took the, Is there one behind the camera? They're singing a song to Gadget. How do they worship her? Uh, they they watching, pray to her. At it. Oh, look um, at the! They did a candlelight vigil. Hmm. So here's a comment. This is how I know religion. Uh, this is on English Russia. <laughs> it's a gadget. Um, so how we know it's on real. The Russian gadget. Oh, yeah, oh wait, never mind. Yeah, the power of belief. Religion mm -hmm. of it to oh, anybody. Getting, now they're getting Whoa! Candy. Look at that. So here's here's the comment. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> this one's gotta be a joke, right? From the moment I, I just so. fell in love with her, I've watched the cartoon when I was some about five or six years old. But even now, I can't remember something from it except the tune. And I'm not interested in it now, but Gadget crashed me into pieces. <laughs> her beauty, intelligence, kindness mixed with fix-it girl image is so tempting. Her pics from the cartoon are wonderful, but there is so much fan art where she just looks like the ideal female. <laughs> She's a mouse person. She a mouse or a rat? <laughs> I look on her and think, what would I like to be changed in her and like understand nothing? She's perfect. In her dirty world, she's the only angel. It's three inches tall. She's non-sexual. <laughs> I downloaded lots of her pictures within some days and keep looking and looking on her, and I just can't take my eyes off. I absolutely understand the men who started the cult because Gadget gives us all the hope that there's endless beauty in our world. Mm. The ideal girl which we'll never meet in reality. I love you, Gadget. Some, some poor USC student. That's really nice. That's drew really nice. that mm -hmm. on the summer of 92 or whatever. Yeah. And now he's a god. Um, well, oh god, that's very culty. I, uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ! I, I, listen, not one to besmirch Gadget, but my problem with Gadget is that she only cared. She had no sexuality. She, she, there's like, something right there between her legs. No, she no not not physically. Oh, she physically she's perfect. Don't get me wrong. Physically she's perfect. The ears, the goggles. Um, it's just Whoa, in the show. Chip and Dale both wanted to bang her so hard. Yeah, that's true. So they didn't. Wear and pants. she didn't even real. She had no awareness of it, and she it felt like that switch hadn't been turned oh, she's on. Fucking for tease. Her. That's why she's she's not even a tease. <laughs> or she's just dumb. She's not even a tease. She, she just, just be doesn't. Dumb. She, she, I think she's just a little a little dumb. But she must have. I mean, she has womanly needs just like the rest of us. Does she? I don't know. Maybe she doesn't. Not everyone has womanly. She needs. She evolved. She evolved past it. She's a mammal. I don't know how much discussion we have. I've already made my decision. She's an affront to God. I've already made my decision. Look at them all crouching before the altar. I, I have too, because I, I had a huge crush on Gadget when I was a kid. Dude, me too. Yeah, yeah. when you're everyone did. I was more into the mom from Tailspin. Mm. Very matrix. That's telling. I know. <laughs> That's why I admitted it. <laughs> that was uh, what's her paper. face? Uh, uh, the new channel Sally banner. Struthers. New channel banner. <laughs> it was Sally Struthers played her voice. Uh, not gadget, Sally but the mom Strathers. phone. Oh, Tailspin. Didn't matter oh, to me. Blue and fuck, what was her name? 
I don't remember. Like Cindy. I mean, I know exactly. She had the hair that went like that. Yeah. She was like there a little was a sketch show called Royal Canadian Air Farce. You guys ever heard of it? They always did Absolutely. Sally Struthers on that show. Of course, why wouldn't they? <laughs> All right, guys and lady. Yep. Dudes, uh, who's who's hard netting? Uh, women who can crush roots with their biceps and forearms, or a Russian cult that wor worships Gadget from Rescue Rangers. All right. All right. I feel like uh, Gadget worshiping is a tempest in a teacup. It's much smaller. I think uh, watermelons and masking have a wider appeal. Not well, masking, masking is, is out of it. it. Mas masking's gone. gone? Masking yeah, lost masking. to masking the, the limit crushing. All right, well, I'll give it to Gadget. Okay. <laughs> it's far more interesting. Uh, Bruce? Gadget. Gadget, wow. Okay. You bet. Well, it doesn't It doesn't matter. I'm also going Gadget. Um, and I think because the same for the same reason that I voted for masking for so many weeks, they're doing it for them. Okay. Oh. This uh, Gadget thing doesn't appear as though they're trying to get to do anything other than this is something that they found for themselves, yeah. and they are celebrating that. The, the fruiting thing was something that they were doing for someone else. Right, right. Uh, and that bothered me. This is just for That's them. what bothered me. It feels me. like it, the more they try to recreate her, the more swap meat she becomes. Well, I think it's just... No, a, no, like, that, that's not a recreation. That's what we're now. I don't know oh, what you like. I'm still with the fruit crushing Oh, girls. fruit crushing. Okay, all right. I'll oh. tell you why I'm skeptical of the whole gadget cult. Mm -hmm. I think there are a few people there that look like they're genuinely into that. Look at the guy's smile on the right. I think some so of these people, oh, they the are fake. just... They are watching a, a they're, watching an, they're watching a car accident yeah. happen. They're, they're there because they like the humor. The, they want to... It's ironic. Like they, think it's, yeah, they think it's ironic. He's on his knees, though. Or it's like it's the he, same guy. They could be the the Sherpa who's hanging out with their friend on mushrooms. Okay. Or they're like, I'm just going to be here in case anything goes wrong. They're on like their a, knees. A gadget hate crime. They're bowing I to gadget. I question whether those people are all genuinely into gadget. Can we those, check? Yeah. Those women, it's it's indisputable that they are crushing those fruits. With can, their, can we verify <laughs> the scenery to ensure that they are in fact in Russia? Oh. Or is this some sort of thing that a bunch of funny boys oh, yeah. thought they could get together and say, mm -hmm. oh, these Russians do this? Because that would disqualify it oh, wow. from yeah, the net we, hard nettings for good. And also, we would look like fools. We'd look <laughs> like fools. They'd make fools of us. So they did print out, I, I feel like our best shot is when they printed out the gadget oh, yeah, in Russian. That stuff. I mean, I mean, they could still be listen, fooling us. I'm going to go gadget until oh, there you go. on okay, a Russian right. street It's on a Russian street sign. You that's a that. lot of work to I go mean, to. Could, but. To try and... It is. <laughs> which, if that's the case, brings it back in to hard netting. Okay, oh, okay, it I is see, now I see. in people fact faking people who are so even, willing to get wow. into it that they fake. Uh, I yes. love it. I love it. So we I'm voting gadget. Gadget. We, get Tim Schafer on the line. <laughs> we might need a special hard net investigation. Uh, uh, breaking news. What's RT Docs doing? Yeah. Oh, they're busy. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'll uh, tell you what. I'll 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 dig into this a little more and see if I can discover some fire here. Seems pure to me, but hey. If it is fake, then then they're netting harder than anyone else. Oh, listen, I don't want to know. <laughs> <Yeah>. They're netting harder. <laughs> All right. Well, it seems like a Russian cult that worships Gadget is the new hard netting leader. Mm -hmm. uh, we'll see what happens next week. Anything can can throw up at any time. We, we doing no, a straw poll the, again? Is the group that oh, wins? We decided it. It was yeah, a, it was a it was a tie before. If the, if the group I don't remember wins hard netting, or do they become the net and Yahoo? Oh, no, because geez. it's always ongoing. Although, thank you, thank you for that. Oh man. The idea behind our show, as as human beings grow up and become more integrated with the internet, we'll see more visitations of weird parts of humanity through the internet. So there will never be a winner, just a temporary victor. Oh, it's like wrestling. Exactly. And this week, uh, a Russian Rip cult Georgian of worship gadgets. Yeah. <laughs> Give him back, Ryan. <laughs> he so ate the, the turnbuckle. 
Thanks that's for how listening, we died. I know. What a <laughs> genius. One last time the before autopsy, I go. Dude, the autopsy found several pounds worth of padding. <laughs> Lots of asbestos in those. Not yeah. really safe. So, oh, look. He looks so angelic. Oh, he's so close to They're having home. a great time. They had a party. They are them. Oh, that's nice. Like, there's that guy again. There he is. That's he the same guy. Like, he looks like Littlefinger. I think he's in. He owns two vans. I don't believe all their intentions are true. Elise, how dare you. I Gadget don't. would hate that. Gadget um, would hate that. Yeah, what she's, would Gadget think? She's only ever oh, been honest. I think what's WWGD. happening is she's looking at the guy to her left, mm -hmm. and then if you scroll back to the guy, you go... He, like this guy? No, keep going the other way. He's upset. This one? Oh, yeah. Well, he's, he's lost a lot of sleep over Gadget. <laughs> And the fact that the banging keeps them up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are they eating? It's just it's like a parfait bowl. Oh no! Well, that's definitely meat. Russian, Russian delicacies. Yeah, that's Russian. Just bread, meat, bread, meat, tea, green, and a bottle of vodka. <coughs> Is that wine? Chow mein? I think it's wine. I yeah, it might be. Oh, well. it's a little casserole there. <laughs> All right, we have to end this. Yeah, thanks for thanks for listening this week, everybody. Sorry that I sound like an old an old smoker. Uh, hopefully, my my throat will be back to normal. But I hope you enjoyed, and I hope we didn't make you too angry, uh, regardless of what side you tend to fall on. I would just gadget or or fruit, yeah. fruit crushing. <laughs> uh, please be civil out gadget, there gadget. when discussing when discussing whether or not fruit crushing or gadget is better. Uh, that's all I can ask for, just some civility. So thanks for listening, everybody. See you next week. No post show this week because I didn't have time and I'm sick as fuck. So apologies about that. <laughs> you can take it up with me if you want. Fight a sick man. Uh, but yeah, we'll see you next week. Thanks again, everybody. Bye guys. Bye. Bye.